0: أشهد أن in رسول الله. shed in La ilaha <سؤال> إلا الله.
1: الحمد لله. إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من min أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا. Allah is whom we praise, we praise Him, and we thank Him, and we seek refuge in Him from the evil of our own souls and the evil of our actions. Whomsoever He guides, none can misguide him. In whomsoever he leads astray, none can guide to the truth. And I bear witness that there is no one worthy of worship but Allah alone, and that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is his slave and messenger. O you who believe, be mindful of Allah as he should be minded. Do not die except as Muslims. O mankind, be mindful of your Lord who created you from one soul. And from that soul it's me. And from those two spread many men, and many women and be mindful of those you ask your rights from and be mindful of the wounds that bore you for Allah is ever watchful over you mm-hmm. O you who believe, be mindful of Allah and speak the truth He will guide you to righteous deeds and forgive you of your sins and whomsoever obeys Allah and His Messenger will achieved the greatest achievement The best of speech is Allah's speech and the best of guidance is Muhammad's guidance Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And the worst of affairs are those newly introduced. And everything newly introduced into faith is an innovation. And every innovation goes astray. And everything which goes astray leads one to the (coughs) hellfire. The Prophet would remind us of these verses that I just recited every khutbah. From amongst the verses that I mentioned. He says that it is he who created you from one soul and from that soul its mate. And from those two spread many men and many women. Allah reminds us that all of us are from Adam. And that Adam was from dirt. There are many narrations about the creation of Adam السلام, and then the creation of us, his progeny. It's narrated in the Muslim of Imam Ahmed. From Ubay ibn Ka'b, who said, The Prophet said, When Allah created Adam, He took the souls of all of His progeny, all of His descendants from His back, and placed them in front of Him on the plain of Araka. And then He told Adam, Look at them. And so Adam, السلام, He looked to His children. And so He saw from amongst them those that were rich. And those that were poor. Those that were becoming good looking, and those that were less than. Those that had differences amongst them, and those that looked different from them. He then said to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, Ya Rabb, لو سويت بين عبادك. My Lord, if you would only make all of your servants the same. If you would only make all of your servants the same, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala answered him saying, "Inni an But I love to be shown gratitude. I love to be thanked. When we see differences amongst each other, the norm amongst us is to assume that we are typical and others are atypical. That we are able. To and others are not able. that we are complete and that others are not complete Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates each and every one of us with a purpose how we are on purpose <coughs> once Abdullah ibn Mas'ud who was known for his very skinny, scrawny ankles and shins he was going to pick some fruit, he was over conscientious about how he looked he would take his izar, his waistcloth, and push it down so people wouldn't see his ankles. He went and he reached up to pick some fruit one time, and his legs became exposed, and everybody kept, <laughs> look at him. The Prophet ﷺ says, you may make fun of those two ankles, but they're more weighty in the scales than the heavens and the earth. And then he recited Allah's statement, it is He who has perfected everything He created. And mankind's creation started from mud. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala telling us the أُحِبُّ and أُشْكَرُ I love to be shown gratitude. I love to be shown thanks. What is it that we're thankful for? What is it and how do we show that gratitude? when we're talking about how we are. We all have different appearances, <coughs> different looks, different ambitions, different abilities. What is it that makes us different and how is it that we show gratitude to Allah <coughs> for those difference, differences and through those differences? Every single one of us has been equipped with the ability to earn The mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his pleasure. It is normal, not that it should be the norm, but many times we assume that those who are not like us can't do what we can do. And therefore don't have the same ambition to be devoted and committed to Allah that we have. This is not a new issue. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala told the believers in the Quran <coughs> he said nafsan <coughs> illa no soul shall be given more than it can bear every one of us with the abilities that we have we have those abilities and they are our key for gaining the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala but when we speak about using them properly using what we've been blessed with? Are we doing what we can do and are using our abilities to help those who are not able to do what we're able to do? So let's be clear, maybe I'm being ambiguous. We have a problem in our community with stigmatizing disabilities. We have a problem in our community with stigmatizing those who look different than us who aren't able to do what some of us think is normal. But what you think is normal is only one mode that Allah created. He created many different modes of ability. He created many different levels of access. And He ordered us as believers to treat ourselves equally, to look past the superficialities of our created appearances and to focus on our hearts. In our deeds. The Prophet ﷺ said, Allah doesn't look to your outer forms and your appearances, He looks to your hearts and He looks to your actions. We view ourselves as typical, we view ourselves as normal, we view those who aren't doing what we can do. Who aren't accessing what we can access as somehow atypical and abnormal. But righteousness and devotion is what is normal. Righteousness and dedication to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is what is normal. Righteousness and worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is what is normal. Everyone move up, please. The difficulty that others experience we might see it as an impediment and let's be let's be let's be absolutely honest you will find in muslim communities where those who are mentally diminished are not welcome in the masjid those who are physically impaired or differently abled are not welcomed in the masjid because we see those as somehow not welcome when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not we see those things as somehow an impediment to piety as if a person who has a family member or they themselves is is differently able that they don't have a right or deserve to come and gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the place of worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not he knows how he created them and he knows how he created you. He's given you the ability to get closer to him and he's given them the ability to get closer to them and he even reminds in the Quran there's no harm in a blind person who's not able to do what others are doing or one who is physically impaired or one who is ill because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has willed them that way and He knows what is in their heart. Those verses were revealed to those who were fully able to do what they were expected to do. To go out and fight in the path of Allah, to attend to the Masjid of the Prophet to stand and fast and pray and do everything else. Those verses were directed to those people who had been ordered to do so and they weren't. And who were the people coming to the Prophet ﷺ, saying they wanted to aid him? The blind man. The person who was physically unable to go, the person who was sick in their bed. Their hearts held great honor, great devotion to Allah. Ask yourself before judging someone else for their appearance, ask yourself, how does my heart appear to Allah? What am I doing with the abilities and the resources that He Subhanahu wa Taala, has given me? What will Allah reward me for? Let me not worry about how He's rewarding them. He might have already rewarded them simply for their intentions. There's a verse that we recite every single jum'ah at the end of every single khutbah. In Allah <laughs> wa wal-munkari wal Indeed, Allah orders justice and excellence. Yamuru bil adli wal ihsan. And giving to those closest to us. And He forbids us from lewdness and evil and transgression. He admonishes you Himself so that you can remember. Ask yourself when I don't prepare my community to be accepting of all of those that are in it. When I am judging someone for how I think they're able to access the masjid Am I actually fulfilling Allah's order to be just and to live with excellence? Or am I simply wasting away the resources that he has given me? Them being rewarded and myself not being able to share in the reward Shunning others, disrespecting others, acting as if they don't exist it's not going to harm them in the long run it's going to harm you ask yourself not how do I see others and how they look but how does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala see my heart Allah subhanahu ta'ala the, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said inna al al bala wa inna Allah idha ahabta qawmin in a hadith narrated by al-Tirmidhi and ibn Majah in their sunan that the prophet said the, great, the greatness of reward comes with the greatness of one's test and when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves a people then he tests them I want you to ask yourself in the few minutes that we have left what is Allah's test that he's given you? has he tested you through the resources that you're not using? has he tested you through the judgment that you place on others? has he tested you By making sure or asking you to become a tool for his mercy in this world. So what is your test? How will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala judge you based on what He's given you? We judge others every day. We assume things about others every day. But we don't realize that perhaps our test is them being placed in our lives. Perhaps our test is the fact that we were not cognizant of the people that weren't attending the masjid because they were at home caring for a family member. Maybe they felt shy to participate in community because when they do, people don't give them salam. People don't approach them. People feel awkward. Maybe your test is to break down that wall of assumption. Is to break down the wall of thinking yourself as normal, of thinking yourself as better, and instead realizing every single person has been given their challenges, and every single person has been given their means. And when you accept the challenge and use the means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you, you'll find your reward will be immense. What has Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala challenged you with, this is not something that is beyond us it happens and it happened during the time of the Prophet <laughs> you have to make the choice, will you accept the reminder that Allah sent down or will you act as if it didn't matter the Prophet وسلم, <coughs> Allah revealed to him <laughs> he frowned and turned away he frowned and turned away that the blind man came to him and how does he know that he won't gain purity Ibn Umm Maktoum a blind man came to the Prophet SallAllahu wa seeking to learn seeking to gain access to the revelation he didn't see the, the frown of the Prophet SallAllahu wa notice this he didn't see the frown of the Prophet SallAllahu wa Wasallam but Allah eternalized that in the Quran why would he do that? because the Prophet's life is instruction for us if we really believe the Prophet is Uswatul hasana, the best of examples then we learn from those things that Allah placed in his life so that we can improve upon that he then made Ibn Umm Maktoum one of his closest companions and trusted him with calling the Adhan in the morning, <coughs> trusted him with calling the Muslims to prayer. Don't think of this as did the Prophet ﷺ, or was the Prophet ﷺ, centered? No. Think of this as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala eternalizing for us a message that we have the responsibility not to turn away from others, not to treat others differently because of how Allah created them, but to facilitate for those of special needs in our community and welcome them and allow them to be able to gain access to the revelation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala too often we focus on people with special needs people that are deserving of pity many times if we're not pitying them we're holding them in contempt, we're being spiteful we don't like the fact that we're being disturbed we don't like the fact that we are made to feel uncomfortable at times Or that we're being inconvenienced Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent his servant Musa alayhi salam Musa made a dua Lord, open up my chest and make my affairs easy, and untie this knot from my tongue, so they might understand what I say. We all say this before our speeches, we're giving a talk at a banquet, we re- we recite this, and we forget the underlying lesson that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he continued his dua. Make, give me someone from my family to help, my brother Harun. Make him make me firm. And share with him this affair that you've given me profitably, so that we together can mention you much. Again, another lesson for us, not to focus on censure, but to focus on are we following in the footsteps Of the Prophets and making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be those that are there to help others. (coughs) Allah will be in the assistance of his slave as long as he is assisting others. Ask yourself what am I doing to assist those with special needs in my community? I can tell you right now, knowing special needs families here in the community. There are some who face censure from us, the people coming to the masjid. We say, why don't they come to the masjid? Why? Because you know why? They have someone at home that they have to care, care for. And they can't access the masjid like us because we haven't facilitated that access for them. They know that they have to leave a few people at home or a person at home and it becomes difficult, they have to plan around being the help that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted from them, they get the reward, they will be blessed, we have to ask ourselves do we want to share in that reward with them and change the mindset in our community so that we understand and can be those who show gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for our differences and are able to remember Him together I know families, Muslim families Devoted families, families that care seriously about Islam, but they go to church. Do you know why they go to church? They go to church because the churches have access for their families. The churches have playgrounds that their special needs children can go to. They facilitate for them the things that they need. And they say to me, you know, Joe, I hate this. I hate that I have to do this, but I have to make sure that my children have a life outside of my home. Imagine being ostracized from your family and always having to show up at your neighbor's house for dinner. Imagine that, something as simple as a meal. How awkward would you feel? And how awkward would your neighbors think about you? We many times over conscientious about what broader communities, the broader society is going to say about us as Muslims, and yet we're not fulfilling the mandate that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us <coughs> to care for our own. And our special needs families and special needs children should be at the top of that list. We should be giving them the answer. We should be giving them the service that they deserve and be the answer to their du'a. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Qad ya Musa." We have given you what you've asked O oh Musa, ask yourself today am I being the, the answer to someone's du'a or am I being the subject of their du'a am I being the answer to their du'a or are they making me the subject of their du'a and I guarantee you that might not be the best thing to be if you're being the subject of someone's du'a you want to come together, we want to be able to serve one another And these are bitter things to hear, I know, and I'm not here to ne- emphasize the negative But these are things that we have to take out of this masjid This masjid, one of the few masjids in Houston that is certified for access for special needs families Alhamdulillah This is one of the few masjids out of maybe three or four masjids in Houston this message here for you today is so that you can take to other communities and tell them that this Masjid Brand Lane Masjid al-Sabirin is doing what they need to do to facilitate for those that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala created along with us, those that have special needs, those that we are able to share in the remembrance of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala with. Take this message to other masjids, other communities, other families, and allow them to know there is a space for them. Allow them to know that they don't have to be ostracized Allow them to know that they don't have to go other places We have Masjid al-Sabirin, Masjid Hamza We have champions and a few other masjids There are things that you can do to not just change the buildings But most importantly change the mindsets. I guarantee you that we would never have seen the certification of this masjid If the minds and the hearts of this masjid weren't prepared for it but because you all are inherently good, caring, loving, and compassionate people that want to follow the message of the Prophet I believe this about each and every one of you, that's why this happened here today. You have to now be couriers of that message to other places around Houston and around the country to allow people to know that it is from the Sunnah of the Prophet to help those with special needs. A woman who was mentally impaired Came to the Prophet in the middle of the street. She said, "O Messenger of Allah, I need something from you." He said to her, "اطلبيني في أي المدينة شِئْتِي حتى أقضي Come and ask of me in any street of Medina. I will be at your service until your needs are met. She then came to him and took him to the side of one of the streets and continue to ask of him until he met all of the needs that she had this hadith is narrated in sahih muslim this is the sunnah of our prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam so what can you do walking away today number 1 treat people with justice and excellence inna allaha <laughs> ya'muru bil'adli ask yourself am i being just to others, it might be hard for me to understand their plight. It might be difficult for me, it might be uncomfortable for me, but am I being just? And then, once you get to that level, work to excellence. Say to, that, say to yourself, am I now treating them as good or even better than how I would want to be treated? Secondly, don't mock people. Don't use words that sting. And cut like a knife Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says No people should make fun of another Perhaps they're better than them You might want to use words That are funny Or so you think But in reality they do nothing But put you below those That you are making fun of Especially from those that are from our special needs community Realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Inna the best of you are those that are most mindful of Allah. Your access is not an indi- indication of your pleasure or the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with you. But it is the mindfulness of the person that makes the difference. Show compassion. Facilitate for families. Make sure that you spread the word to the other masjids that are around Houston. That are around the nation and around the world. That every Muslim Has the ability or should have the ability to come and worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala together. Also, teach your children. It starts with the children. I can tell you from my own children, had they not been around others with special needs, they would not realize how similar they are, how much they like the same things, and how that being different is not bad, but it is many times a blessing. Be inclusive. Say salam. Yes, even if you think the person doesn't hear you. Yes, even if they're not able to shake your hand and recognize you the same way, I guarantee you that they recognize you and that they hear you and they remember you and that they will make dua for you. Recently, I went to one of the events of Dara Sakina here in Houston, our Islamic Sunday school. It has two places here at this masjid as well as at uh, Ilm Academy, Northwest Zone Masjid. A young boy came to me, I last saw him two years ago and had a conversations with, conversation with him. I gave him salam again, he turned back to me and repeated everything that I had said to him at that time, mentioning my children's names and what they were doing and how I was. You think that they don't hear, but they hear you and they see you and they are connected to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala. Ask yourself, am I connecting to Allah the way that I should as they are? And then lastly, volunteer. And this is a message for the men most of all. Men, we have to step up to our responsibility for caring for others in this community. We have a lot of female volunteers in Dara Sakina that are able to come and work with the special needs girls that are in the Sunday schools. We don't have enough men and enough teenage boys. You cannot complain about Not having opportunities to give back. We have a right opportunity for you. If you want to volunteer, there are two tables right outside the door. Please give them your information. But young Muslim boys need Muslim men to be there for them and show them that everyone in the community cares. We can't put all of the pressure on the women. We have to stand up to our responsibility to be able to give back and be from amongst those that share in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Musa and Harun shared in the remembrance as the Prophet Sallallahu fulfilled the needs of that woman in the streets of Medina and as has been the tradition of our faith since that time Amen. Allah forgive us of our sins And our transgressions and our affairs, and make our feet firm, O make make our feet firm, O Lord of the world, O Allah, make us from amongst those that are a mercy to Your creation, and You are a mercy to us and them. O Allah, make us from amongst those that are a mercy to Your creation, and You are a mercy to us and to them. O Allah, make us from amongst those that are a mercy to Your creation, and You are a mercy to us. And them. Allah place us in the service of those who are in need. Allah place us in service of those who are in need. O Allah place us in service of, of those who are in need. Olah, make us from amongst those that facilitate for people of special needs in the city of Houston. Allah make us from amongst those that facilitate for people of special needs in Houston. O Allah, make our masajids refuges for the people of Iman so that they are not they, they, they do not need to go anywhere other than your houses that you have dedicated for the worship of you alone. Ibad Allah. Inna allaha ya'muru bil al-adli wal-ihsan wa ita'idu al-qurbaa wa yanhaa an al-tahshai wa al-munkar wal-babi. Ya'ilukum la'alakum tadakkaroon. Udhkuru allaha al-aziz yadhkurkum. Washkuru allaha ala ni'mih yazidkum. Wa sallu ala nabi'ikum yazidkum. Wa ladhikru allaha akbar allaha a'lamu wa ma'atma Wa aqim as-salah.